2: The Stanley Cup final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday.
0: Sir, we wear caps and sleeves at this level, son. Understood? This is the California Penal League podcast, uh, and we are in a little bit of despair today in our recording. Uh, Or maybe not despair. Uh just feeling I would say a little uneasy. <laughs> Maybe I'm just a little uneasy. About uneasy where this is a team good is word. word. Yes. Uh I think there are some interesting trends brewing for your Cleveland Guardians, uh most of which are not great. And we are coming off the heels of a 6 to nothing loss uh on Monday night at home to the Colorado Rockies against Austin Gomer who statistically is having one of the worst seasons of the year at, for any major league starter? And the Guardians made him look like Randy Johnson.
1: Yeah. Other than I, I Stephen think, Kwan, I think I saw that his ERA after after today was like nine point five.
0: mm Hmm. Yes.
1: And um, I, I, in disgust, I turned the game off in like the sixth inning. So
0: it. it you I don't know, know how it's long really went. You know it's very interesting. Uh, it's, it's very early. So I, I don't want to make any generalizations or try to compare it to like the 2014 and 15 teams where there was like that flux that had to, and, and that growth that had to take place before they could like take the next step where they went to the playoffs in 13. And then it kind of like, it was like, Oh, Hey, we're not ready yet. Actually. Um, I don't want, I don't want to, I'm not there yet where I, where I'm looking at this team and saying like okay, they're certainly not there because they do have a ton of talent. But what I will say is that, like, and you saw with Logan, Logan Allen dropping the T now, the only Logan Allen and his... (laughs) The only uh, Logan Allen
1: that's worth knowing. That's right. You
0: don't need to know any others, okay? Yeah, forget them all. I think what, like, he's going to be the... I think he's going to be the start of the Floodgates opening. And I think you're going to start to see quite a bit of movement. Well... Not just on the pitching side, but also on, like, the lineup here soon too. I got, where I, it's got gonna a, be like, I got about are,
1: eight names that I think hot. I got about eight names that I think we could see get called up fairly quickly. And what I, and, and I, I should probably preface that by saying fairly quickly, <clears throat> we're recording this on the 24th of April by mid May. I wouldn't be surprised if we see half of these guys, mm, and then if I would we do see that. the other half of these guys pre All Star break, and there's even a couple guys on that that I didn't even include on my list,
0: like a Gavin Williams that I think we could see. Yeah, depending on the health of a guy like Savali, or even McKenzie, or what happens with Pleissack ultimately, and. Also, I would say this, you know, just getting into the rotation. Um, I would argue at this point, not and I don't want to be reactionary because it's been what four or Do five, five stars. Like, well, here's where I here's where my head's at a little bit on on a guy like Cal Quantrill. His expected ERA now for every year is over four. He's never had an expected ERA lower than four. And we talked about this before. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think he, I don't know if he started the year with it, but anyway, it's, it's at that point to the, so I've always thought Cal Quantrill is a bit of a magician where he gives up a lot of hard, gives up a lot of hard contact and just like, works out gets away with it, gets away with it. Doesn't strike anybody out really. Um, guys put the ball in play and like, to this point, he's been lucky, but, and he's a great depth guy but yeah. I would argue that he's probably keeping the, he's probably keeping the rotation spot warm until next year. I I w- yeah. That maybe, would be my guess. Maybe next year. Maybe, maybe he, I think that was the plan. Like, I think that was definitely the year. plan,
2: Right, but d- depending on how this continues to go, it might just be later in the year. I mean, I, if he can get, some of his stuff back on track, He, I'm fine with him being our fourth or fifth option. Well,
0: you exactly. know what's it's also interesting?
2: Exactly. I for, sack away from the team completely. Four well, or, five, you know four or be- five
1: for Cal is perfect in my mind because you got to think, Bieber is your ace until dethroned. McKenzie's probably the number two. Logan Allen can maybe slide into the number three. Bibby could maybe slide into the number three, and then that's kind of where okay, well, maybe you slide Cal into the four, and then maybe you don't want to put all the pressure on Bibby just yet, and you slide him at the five, or slot him at the five. There, there's a lot of options. And I'm we just wrote off we just wrote off Savali and uh Plesec. I mean, I don't think anyone's gonna cry over Policeak, but we we wrote off those guys and Battenfield. Who's pitched pretty nicely too so far. He has pitched well. I, I that's been a, Battenfield's a very another. Surprise. I mean, I don't want to say that Battenfield is the second coming of you know anybody, but he's another guy who could probably slot into that four or five spot. That's fine. And, if a and guy like him is your four or five, fine. you're
2: okay. I I I because I texted them over the weekend after, which, yeah, it was over the weekend after Bieber got shelled, and it was probably just riding off the. The Cavs just being utter disappointments. It's been a rough Cleveland sports like week, yes. I kind of think, for everybody. Especially as tonight the Bucks go down three to one. So they oh. the heat would be the round two matchup. No. Which is just disgusting Sick. to think about. Um and inevitably the Warriors <laughs> will want to make the championship because um Aaron Fox's finger is broken and it happened with like two minutes to go in the game. So of course, uh, congratulations. Of course. Bay Bay Area Bay Area fans.
1: Well, um, hey, 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 hey! It, Bay
2: Area suffered this week.
1: They I mean, did. Right, they before, did, but right like, before we just hopped out, we were talking about the demise of the Oakland A's. Yeah, so, but I
2: mean, now the Warriors are in San Francisco, know, so they're they're not even like <laughs> everyone's <anymore>. leaving Oakland. <laughs> um, I, I I am legitimately concerned about Bieber. Um, I mean, as it, we listen, should this is, be. This might work out to our advantage, we might be able to resign him and he might then slot in to be our, our two or our three, which we've talked about in previous episodes. Mm-hmm. And and if he ends up being a, a two slash three uh, with his control, um, even with his velocity dropping at a alarming rate over the last couple of years, yeah, um, that's fine. Like he's cause he's, she's shown up the last couple of starts in the playoffs. Um, and it- at the end of the day, the future of this pitching rotation is the young guys.
1: Yeah, the future is Bibby, Williams, um, McKenzie, Mackenzie, Logan, Logan, Logan Allen, Allen uh, maybe Joey Cantillo. Um, probably not Espino. <laughs> not in the starting rotation. Hey, if he's a big bullpen arm, that's but, fine. Like, you want
0: to see some? You, you want no, to uh, get real scared about some Shane Bieber stats here, really quick?
1: Well, mm-hmm. well just well, just before you dive into that i was gonna say fabs you you brought up a point last recording that really i i i really liked yes and i don't necessarily know that given and i want to i want to preface this by saying dolan is spending money you know where mm-hmm. money should be spent right He's showing that he will spend money now, maybe people can argue that that's now that there's a minority owner in place that he feels more comfortable and that eventually that's going to be somebody else paying that money. So maybe they don't do this, but maybe they do. But kind of locking up Bieber for another four years or so and him kind of becoming that Kershaw role. Yeah. Where oh he drops from that one to the two to the three to the four over time. And he's not going to get that old. He won't be that old, you know, by the time that the four years would be up, but you said that, and I've been thinking about it and I really like it. I really like him kind of, kind of being that torchbearer bearer to the bridging to the next wave of pitching. And, and I hope it gets done. And I know what's, whatever Steve's about to share with us is going to make me like, probably just like do a one eighty. <laughs> <laughs> But no, it might make, make you more realistic <laughs>
2: because other teams might be like, oh, I'm not going to throw money at it. But but I mean, the reality is if he becomes your future number three, like you're – he'd be a great – if he's your number three and like you mm-hmm. legitimately – McKenzie like is stepping up or in like a BB or Gavin Williams.
1: Even if, even if McKenzie is, like solidifies himself as like a top five number two. Totally, yeah. Like that's still
2: like great for come yeah. postseason. Yes. Because well, even if, one of the even things that said... oh go ahead. Steve, you uh, do your stat. I'll I'll make a no, point no, about April in a second.
0: No, mm-hmm. go ahead. I was all I was gonna say is even if you had a team full of guys who would project to be twos, that's that's fine. Yeah. I'd take I would take a rotation full of that. Theoretically yeah, three, theoretically three
1: you would win over. Yeah. Theoretically you would probably win you know, if if all of your pitchers were quote unquote twos. You probably wouldn't win a lot against, you know, those matchups against the Aces, but you'd win a handful. It's baseball. Those matchups against the other quote-unquote twos, let's call it 50-50. And then you should win the other, you know, three games before you turn it back over. Right. You would have a, you know, theoretically a winning percentage of 600 in this, you know, very... Poorly that's 90, contrived. That's 90 plus wins. Yeah, you know, thought of mine.
2: One one thing though, um, and then I want to get into those Bieber stats because I'm curious of which ones you're going to share. I, I I know we always are like April slow starts. They always do this. It like sucks that they always do this because yes. the new playoff format is really dis advantageous if you're going to be the number like if you're going to win the central with how they're playing like the Rays are nine games up on them already. Mm -hmm. Granted they have an ungodly start but now best case you get the two seed if you're lucky which they're probably not going to be able to catch or get but by playing Mm -hmm. yourself out of like one of those top two seeds in April like then you lose your top two pitchers if you sweep that first round you then have to start Cal Quantrill in Game One, and the reason the, I, I fully believe the Guardians, if they were able to start Bieber and then McKenzie Game One and Two, they win that Yankee series. Like I really, I, I really believe that. They just got the worst pitching matchups because McKenzie and Bieber, they had like ice running through their veins against the Yankees. They they dominated those games, and you, you having granted if you if we have you know four number twos. It's not really a problem then. Like, I it doesn't matter then. You just keep everybody healthy. You win your division. It's fine. Um, you granted there is the risk. You play a team that gets super hot for two games and then you're out. That that sucks. Sure. Um, but you know if w- if what we think is going to happen with this rotation where it, it shifts, we get two guys coming up. We Wogan Allen stays. We get a BB or somebody. Then you know I think it's okay. We have a lot more depth based on having, you know, Cal start game one, like, would be incredibly nervous going into that divisional round series. So I I know everyone is just, like, cold weather, April, whatever, we always come back. We usually do, but it all, like, we could be five games up in the division if we were playing to our capabilities. And, like, the Twins would just be scrambling because they got off to a hot start, and you just kind of totally blew that
1: like so it, it sucks I, i'll say this quickly for me and then steve i, I do want to hear this I, I i've been talking i've been talking to myself as i'm watching these games which is probably alarming for my family um but i i keep going back to the thought of don't bury yourself this month and we right. haven't but the frustrating right. part is heading into these these past couple series these were garbage teams on paper. Yes. When when the season started, you looked at the second half. You looked, okay, let's let's get through that first week and a half against the Mariners twice and the Yankees. And it's smooth sailing. We should win 15 ball games. You know, come out of the month of you know April with a you know 18 and six record or something like that. And it hasn't happened.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: And again, it's early. Some of these teams are playing. Better than they probably will. I mean, no offense to the Pittsburgh Pirates, but does anyone really truly think that the Pittsburgh Pirates are going to be in first place? I'd be happy. I'd be so happy. Oh, for be them the that would be the greatest story of all time. Don't get me wrong, but it's, but yeah. some of these teams are playing a little bit over their head right now, and it's unfortunate sure. and, it's inf- and it's frustrating.
0: But the Marlins and, and, actually, and we're playing pretty came, well. Come coming back, into that series.
1: The Marlins were playing halfway decent, yes, but. We should have taken two out of the three. I mean, yeah. I, yeah. I, I, I honestly thought that we should win after that Yankee series. I was like, we should win every other series the rest of the way. Like, we are better than these other teams, and it hasn't happened. Um, And and, and two rain delay sweeps, you know, doubleheader sweeps. That's, Jesus. that's just a kick in the gut. Just, sucks. Yeah. That sucks. That sucks. But I'm sorry, Steve. I want to hear these.
0: No, no, no. Stats. You're good. I mean, you know, the only th- the only thing I'll say on that before uh, <clears throat> the Bieber thing is, you know, it's it's hard to when. I mean, the not only is the we talk a lot about the pitching, but the offense really isn't pulling its weight in any way, shape, or form either. Ugh. I mean, so gross. No. A couple guys have gotten relatively streaky, hot a little bit in the sense that like. Hey, they were, you know, they're hitting 300 or 400 this week and that's great, but we're not seeing any consistency across the board from anybody really at this point. So yeah, it's really difficult because like nobody's really doing anything offensively and it's like, they're better than this, but, and they probably will get into a nice groove, but it's frustrating to watch because you're talking about incredibly winnable games where, like, there's no for, there's no reason on this planet you should be losing to Austin Gomer at home. No. At all. You know, I mean, it, it kind of feels like, I mean, it really feels like they've been sleepwalking through this first month to some extent. That's a little bit <laughs> yeah. how it feels. Yeah. um, Because now they're a team with, like, a little bit of expectation. It's like, you know, same things still apply. So, anyway um now the the concerning thing about Bieber is that and and again you could use the excuse that it's cold I guess but it's not like this affects everybody else but Bieber's f- f- uh, fastballs for seamer um <laughs> this is the what third year in a row that it's gone down in average velocity since 2020. Mm-hmm. So he's just averaging a shade under ninety one miles an hour on his on his four seamer. What that has essentially done to this point, if you look at his stat cast, which is just all blue at this point, um, teams have an expected an expected batting average of two ninety five against him. He has an expected ERA of five eleven to his three twenty three. So it could be considerably worse. He's only striking mm-hmm. out seventeen percent of batters. Um Compared to like 25 last that year, strikeout which rate still, has
1: plummeted. So it's, bad. It's
0: because it's because guys have um, they're hitting him harder. Uh, on average, mm-hmm. the exit is harder, and he's giving up um, a few more barrels than he was last year, like barrel percentage. So guys, guys are mm-hmm. catching up to a 91 mile an hour fastball, no doubt. Um, I'd have to check his well, swing as and strike should, rate as but, they should be right. Um, I have to I, see his. I here, really want to know at his swing percentage. Take a look at this. So, forty-one percent swing percentage on the fastball. Um, swing and miss. Let's look at this. Okay, here, here you go. Your swing and miss percentage, right? In twenty twenty, he got a swing and miss on his fastball twenty five percent of the time. Okay. This year, six percent, a shade under seven percent.
1: Okay. Um, and in 2020, he was up around what 93,
0: 94, right? Yeah, I, think, I mean, 94, I mean let me look really quick, let me pull it up. But it might have been even higher than that. Let's just look. 94 was his average 94 fastball in 2020. Yeah, and then he got I mean, hurt. like when it
1: dropped, when it dropped down to like 90, like, like 92 and a half to 93. I can live with that. This, this. <sighs> consistent you know mile to two miles off every year is alarming
0: well I there mean, aren't because many you- pitchers there aren't many starters like it just this this is just like the fact of baseball there are not many starters that can throw 90 miles an hour and be like elite that's no. not really how it no, goes no no, no.
1: no. no you, you do need to be in that 94 90- Five ninety-three range minimally for a right handed pitcher. You know. Yeah.
0: I I don't care how many. Especially a starting pitcher
1: because I I think it's pretty unfair to expect, you know, many starting pitchers to to hit ninety eight to one hundred or one hundred plus for you know long stretches of time. But yeah, he needs to be up. He needs to get. He needs to. He needs. He needs Michael's secret stuff from Space Jam. He needs to find that
2: bottle, dude. And almost like every start, <laughs> he's giving up a run or two in the first inning or
1: two. Yeah, like
2: it just we're immediately behind with them. It's just, but,
1: but in his defense, that only backfired this last start. Like he's been able to calm down, and the team's been able to claw their way back.
0: Yeah, it's just. I mean, it's, it's not. Tough. A,
1: it's, don't get me. Don't get me wrong. It's not an ideal way to start games out.
0: You know that. That's another thing too. That's tough for this team is that they're they're down every game. It yeah. is incredibly rare for them to get out. Even community. when they were winning
2: games, they were having to come back from these like crazy amounts, and it was just fun because they were winning. There were only a handful of games where it's like, oh, we're up. Four or five runs, like this is, you know, this is a cakewalk. And then, in some of those games, they'd be up four or five runs. Karen Jack gives up three runs. Yeah, All of a we're sweating the ninth for like
1: some ungodly reason. I can't wait. And I know I text you guys that I can't wait till Henches is back and oh <laughs> like dude. takes takes the eighth inning roll, or somebody else like needs to take that eighth inning roll. Well, there's me, some silver they... that is oh, a ahead, silver sixer.
0: lining. I mean, well. It, Sorry, Febs. That is like a silver lining here to some extent. Is that like they are what a shade? They're they're a game under five hundred now. Five yeah. hundred. Yeah. I don't even know. Game under five hundred. Um, the they've dealt with injuries to Sam Henches, injuries to Tristan McKenzie, to Aaron Savali. Um, that in a sense, arguably, you could say an injury to Tyler Freeman because the reason he kind of got an abbreviated start here was because he like got, he like got hurt on that slide in Detroit and like that kind of like ruined any momentum he had to even like cuz he was off to a hot start here and that arguably could have taken like Gabriel Arias's time sure. um and so you know there's that but yeah i mean aside from the struggling it's like yeah for for the youngest team in baseball like right off the rip they kind of like have been like injury prone before the season even started. Yep. So I I guess there's that to say like the Silver Lions like, well shit, they're only a game under five hundred. Like just just keep just keep your head above water. Just keep yep. fighting, you know?
2: Only two back in the in the division. Luckily we're in the worst division. Um but I I mean I I would feel like we can still do something if we see some positive momentum from the offense. And, you know, as we get McKenzie back, if we get to like late May, we're only back five games. And and if I'm seeing some offensive progress yeah. and we, we have an answer, another answer is starting rotation. I, I would feel like pretty solid about that based on the injuries we've faced. Um, it, it could go sideways pretty quickly, but I'll also say the, even with the injuries we've had if we don't win this division this year i'll be like pretty disappointed because this is a really shitty division it's just the twins and they're not they're not anything special they're no. they're pretty good they have a good offensive a couple of decent starters but they're not you know they're not one of the top teams in the al there's probably two t- t- two teams in the west and the the east i would take over them in a five game series minimum um so it's just again we you know you have these g- good young core i know we have people sign for a long time but the the years start to go by pretty quickly and you you don't want to miss out on seasons where you could you just want to get get yeah. in the postseason you, uh, you, you don't want to wait out.
1: you don't want the season to be a waste you don't want to punch yeah. on the season already and, and not that i'm worried about that just yet but yeah I I think you're right, Fabs. If if we're having these same discussions in a month, come Memorial Day, you know, a third of the way through the season, or darn near close to it, um, yeah, like I'm going to want some wholesale changes. Yeah, the offense is playing like that. We'll we'll be like
2: ten or twelve games back if the offense is just doing this stuff the next month.
0: Yeah. Well, that's when you start. That's when you start to see, like, so long, Gabriel Arias. Honestly, Oscar Gonzalez is is in danger of losing his yeah, role on this team. I, I um,
1: with Gonzalez, he is just like flailing at
2: things too. Oh my! A, There's which, no play discipline. It's it's, like, it's pretty frustrating. I I don't. It's it, they're just. I think they're pressing too hard to make up for some of these injuries. Um, you know, I and and they're young. I mean. Uh,
0: Either are young. Yeah, teams have adapted. I, mean, I, was,
2: I don't know. There's just a lot. There's a lot of bad vibes right now. I just... It's early. I'm trying to stay optimistic. I think oh. the Cavs have really got my head fucked up, too. <laughs> so, it's just too many bad Cleveland <laughs> things happening. And the Quan Diary stuff. I still don't, like, fully understand. Was that Diary Instagram post, was that what notes he got talking to his agent? Or... Like, were those his own thoughts about Cleveland or just, like, what was that?
0: Uh, Well, if it's a journal, he very well could have been saying those things. Like, you know, he said, so it showed, like, some dollar figures and then it and then, like, people were deciphering, like, what he wrote under it. And, like, allegedly some people thought he was talking about how he was writing, how he was, like, a better player overall than Miles Straw. Um, and like, you know, Does he's anybody, like I love him, I, but
1: I mean, I haven't seen too much more than that initial,
0: oh, I haven't seen anything else, which, and he deleted the, it,
1: which is kind of weird. And no one's asked him about it. Well, that's to what's interesting
0: knowledge. too, is like, I'm surprised that like, no beat writer has even just like asked about it, assuming this is like a real thing. Like, like
1: yeah. and, and again, and, and that could have been something that could have been. And, and for those who who might not be aware, you know, he there was a an image that he had posted on on Twitter that basically kind of laid out that the Guardians offered him what a eight year like thirty six million dollar deal or something like that, mm-hmm. which I mean is very clearly a very low ball offer. Like yeah, I think anybody round. with half a brain can can come to that uh, you know conclusion. My question is: When was when, were, when was that? When when did that all transpire? That Happened over the weekend. Well, yeah. well the I saw photo, it the photo itself. But was that a, is that an old? Was that an old entry of things he was that's writing true. down? I or, don't know. And that's true. Was, that's was, true. Was this something that I occurred last? You know, year. You know, I at this time it, last year. You know. Yeah. You know, because. We all think you know that Quan's probably in that ten million dollar plus range, and you know. Yeah. And Steve, you brought up a good point in our in our text over the weekend. You know, it's hard to pay a guy a lot of money who doesn't hit any, for any power.
0: But mm-hmm. ten to fifteen is probably where he lives. I would say at the end of his deal, probably at the end though. of his deal,
1: certainly. So at, on one hand, I'm like that's a lowball offer, but on the other hand, I'm kind of like. Bro, you had one year. Right. You had. Yeah, what do you, you expect? One, what did you one, expect? Right.
2: One really right. good year, but also like maybe don't like there are other athletes that you could just be like, I'm a better player than maybe don't pick a teammate that you like share the outfield with.
1: <laughs> yeah. like that's, I mean,
2: that's like a bad look because now oh it's man. like, oh, now we got drama in the locker room. Well, like, Why did you post
1: it? Why would you so post weird. that?
0: It's like a just know, a man. silly, silly mistake. That, that
1: almost. I, I, I would, lo- I would love. I would love to find read out more about it. I'd love to yeah, I don't want to read
0: too much into it. I just what? would be very curious. Like, you know, I mean, and you know, I think like I think people, some people, took offense to maybe some of the things he wrote about, where he sort of like talks about like, hey, the guardians need to pay people what they're worth and that kind of thing, which I like do take some little bit of umbrage with. Because it's like, I mean, you're not going to make twenty million dollars, dude. I don't know what to tell you. And like, yeah. neither is Miles Straw. And and like, and
1: and I, I don't outside of everyone except for Jose, who has resigned. So you're talking about Class A, or signed or been extended. Class A, Stefan, Straw, Jimenez, Jimenez. Am I leaving everybody off that list? I don't believe I am.
2: When is it, even, even like-, like
1: even like the offseason moves, Zanino and uh Bell? They've all pretty much gotten what they're worth. You might think that they deserve more, they may have taken a little bit less in your eye, but I feel like everybody is kind of in that ballpark of what you have done so thus far, what we think you can do. Mm. This is and this is that that new model of of trying to. Well, it's not even new because. John Hart did this back in the day, too. We're trying to project what guys are going to be worth. And not paying guys after six years of production, you know, once they're 30.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And yeah. on the downside of their career, paying them for past performance.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Th- that that all got out of whack. And anybody who wants to disagree, I will fight them to that, you know, that all those old deals were nothing but paying for past performance. And oh, same the, the, the world, world but...
2: Warriors are gonna do this season, this offseason with Clay Thompson. He wants to get a max contract. So I'm gonna do is like what thirty-two? Thirty-three.
1: Thirty-three.
2: Two ACLs. Like the the Lakers did that with Kobe. Um I mean, those are teams that can afford to do that. The Guardians are just not gonna be that organization. Yeah, I mean and I mean, I look, love Stephen Kwan, but like, dude, you're stuck here for four years at least. Yeah. So well, I like, can Look, enjoy look it. how
1: look how much that the uh, the the Michael Bourne and uh, Swisher deals like hamstrung right. us for a while there. Dude, yeah. I, that's, I, I hate that so much though. And like, that I hate was, that it's like what they everyone falls back on. They a always point to that. They're just like, lo- lo-
2: that's owner loserness to like. Oh, yeah. Just, but it, that was like but 15 d- years ago, guys.
1: But to some degree, that still holds true that like those deals not working out hurt us for those four or five years. Mm hmm. Because the Yankees can swing and miss on, on that with a payroll of two hundred million, but when there's a payroll of a hundred million, you can't. They hurt it. Yeah. My, my it, it shouldn't be a. De- let me say this: it shouldn't be a deterrent for future contracts. But, but when those deals go hurt, bad,
2: Chris. Those only hurt us because the owners like. Well, didn't, didn't want to spend on. money. Yeah, they didn't well, want to spend money because it's not like there's a salary cap where it's like, oh, those guys took up the role of somebody else. Like if they really wanted to win badly enough, they could have just paid and gotten more guys. It's great. They could say, obviously as a fan, it's not like my money, but still like, if you're going to be a responsible owner and like try to be competitive, like 10 years after like the guys have left still, hold, thankfully the Jose extension happened before yeah. the longest time. It was always that Swisher born, and it's just like, dude, fucking get over it. Like, mm-hmm. there it wasn't well, like we met. Mike Trout like came along, and was like, oh, I, oh, yeah. you guys use your salary cap space, and we couldn't get like. Well, this let me say,
1: guy, I'll, I'll say this too. In some regards, we should have seen that coming. Though the poor performance from both of those guys, because both those guys were on the wrong side of thirty. Yeah. And the length of the deals. So I agree. Like it should not be a deterrent from spending money. I'm just saying it is it, I, it, until I hear it, otherwise, I still feel like it is to the owners. Oh, it is. Yeah, you're right. And I really like the Josh bell signing because that's yes. a guy, that's a guy who's 28. You signed for potentially two years, you give him a fair deal. Short deal, but fair. Position of need. Position of need. And I feel like we could do a lot of those kinds of moves. Mm-hmm. If we could, if we could do two of those moves every year to fill in needs, a totally. stopgap. Maybe, maybe they're not just two years. Maybe they're three years, but something in that ballpark. Those are the kinds of moves that I think we should be making. I don't think spending money just to spend money. That's 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 wrong too. I, I will
2: say, and I know we're, we're uh, going to jump to our pitch clock question in a second. I will say though, like what my, I think my only tinge of aggravation, I think with front office has been holding on to like prospects too much. Yes. Like, like uh, the getting a known quantity that's affordable should always be on the table. And I'm not saying, you know, just do stupid deals. Cause like we never really do stupid deals, but being able to cross off positions is so important for an organization like the Guardians. Like having Stephen Kwan allows you to cross off left field. Yeah, Having a combo of Will Brennan and Miles Straw allows you to cross off center. Yeah, Right now, you can't cross off right field. But a guy like Brian Reynolds, you can cross Kwan's off right is off. field. Yeah. First no, base, pretty well covered. The future of it's covered. Second base is covered. Shortstop, that's an area of need. Third is covered. Catcher, marginally covered, but you got a guy coming up. So like the thing is like, so right there quickly went through that. We only have like one or two spots where we're like, we definitely need an upgrade and we just still, have all these assets that they're depreciating so much. Cause in the Spino gets a guy like a Spino gets injured. Uh, Arias is like playing like shit. Like we, Nolan Jones, not to say he was going to be the answer. We, he, we got rid of him for nothing when he could have been like one of like the three pieces in a, in a big deal, like a season ago. And so it's just, too much of these coveting these prospects. It's really weird where I just feel it's super weird unless they do a deal before the deadline. It's really weird with where the the organization is at and the positions that we have locked up for the future that they're still holding on to all
1: these, like these guys. So that leads me to another quick point that I wanted to talk about before we get into that, that pitch clock question. Um, But yes, Gabriel Arias has probably next to zero value. Would a team take him? Certainly, a team would take him, but they're going to say there's a lot of warts there too. Yep. Um, whereas, you know, a year and a half ago, we could have probably shipped him off in some kind of deal. He would have been like l-
2: one the two or three headline names in that deal yeah. for them.
1: And I'm starting to worry, and I and I you know I talked about trading him before but espino too you know when that guy was drafted he had some injury concerns and they've reared their head he's a guy who could potentially start losing some value i'm not advocating that we trade him just yet but at the same time that's got to be kind of on the table for the right deal
0: Mm -hmm. um yeah
1: which but but then that kind of leads me into my my other quick point that I wanted to bring up uh, this week was Battenfield and Logan Allen have pitched really well. I think I think both of those guys need to get some more starts.
0: I, I, I I'm feeling Logan about a guy Allen like never Bibi. never goes back down. I, I have a feeling. Yeah, I have a feeling he never goes back down. I will um, be
2: enraged. He goes down and please like. Gives up 10 runs in the first. I would just like <laughs> yeah. lose my mind.
0: Well, that's the funny thing about like you Plisak
2: may
1: need to buckle like, up he... for that because I could see that happening.
0: Yeah. yeah. Please pitched like it was like, well, please didn't pitch too bad against the Marlins. Then you find out he gave up like 10 hits in yeah, five right. innings. <laughs> you're like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my God. But like,
1: um, please I'm please I'm done with Savali's been dinged up here a lot lately. And you know,
0: I I'm like him. a little. I'm getting a little tired of Qua- Cal Quantrill's. Uh, magic tightrope act a little oh bit. Oh my god, I hate it so but, much. Man. But
1: here, let me ask you this. Going back to our, our point originally, would you feel better if he was the fifth starter?
0: Well yeah, but in this yeah. in this scenario. I, but though, I, I
1: understand it's not the situation, but like if we were to able to let's fast forward a well month. not
0: really. Actually no, because I would prefer I would very much rather prefer right now like in a perfect world. Everybody's everybody's healthy. What's
2: your yeah, what's your rotation okay. right now in a perfect world? In a deal? perfect world go. Yeah.
0: In a perfect world, my rotation would be Shane Bieber, Tristan McKenzie, Logan Allen, Tanner Bibby, and like probably Aaron Savali.
1: Yeah. And then Cal probably,
0: Quantra would be in the bullpen. Yeah. Cal can be for
2: like a doubleheader.
0: And and he could pitch double headers. He could come out as a long man. He could pitch in high leverage situations if you had to. But where does that leave our
1: man Hunter
0: Gaddis? See
1: again a diminishing return on a prospect.
0: We need to ship some of these guys. But well, Hunter Gaddis, I I, I would just
1: I'm I'm, I'm throwing him him out there.
0: I'd be like, dude, guess what? You're you're uh you're gonna be a high leverage guy, and you're gonna ramp it up and throw ninety seven.
1: Oh, I totally think he can become that. You know, I totally think he could. I think there, but is, he's
0: got all sorts of arm slot issues. I know like he, he's, he's got all Which sorts is why of I words. kind of
1: liked him in the low leverage sixth thing, You know, shit's gone awry. Uh, yeah, but you, you know, can find
0: those guys anywhere. You can you find can. shit's gone awry guys anywhere. You can. It's like yeah, you
1: can. Like, don't get me. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not saying that they they're you know unicorns or anything like that. No, you can find those guys anywhere. That
0: would be and my I, perfect honestly, rotation. You might be better, right now, might be better be suited like my...
1: finding one of those guys in free agency.
0: Yeah, or <laughs> rule five, like Trevor Steffen. Yeah. Um, I, I uh, That would be my rotation. Would be, would
1: yeah, be no, well, What In about, a perfect well, what about you, world, yes, that's my rotation. As, that's my a same real, rotation. In, I love that. in a realistic perfect world,
0: too. Yeah, this would because be I don't think Gavin Williams perfectly is perfectly healthy. Right.
1: I don't think Gavin Williams is just It'd be hard no, to ask
0: a guy who's never pitched in AAA yet. Yeah. You know, to just yeah. no, swoop I, right I'm in. fine.
2: I'm fine, especially if, if the young guys like show you something that's like cool. Like we have McKenzie and these two, Logan Allen and, and Bibby. Like, great. We have our top three pitchers of the future. And then if Gavin Williams like does what we all hope and think he can do, you have a, a, a four man rotation. Like, amazing. That's great.
0: And then you still got Peyton Battenfield just like chilling around somewhere, right? So yeah, and he
1: could be your five in f- the future. He seems right? like yeah. a very serviceable five, four or five. Oh, I, I mean, I would even put Cal in that same mix. Cal is a four or five, I can live with.
0: He, does, yeah, he drives me he he nuts. He, he drives me nuts, but I could live with it.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I agree hundred yeah. percent. I, I, I was just about to say he's the Houdini, where he he walks walks that tightrope of like you. I mean, you threw out the stats, you know, the, those his. His numbers every year he outperforms what you would expect. If he's
2: pitching a playoff, starting a pitch, a playoff game, I'm going to murder somebody this season. Well, yes, yeah, no, I agree. <laughs> he should not be like he should Bieber, be. McKenzie, and Savali all better have like had their legs chopped off by Slider if if Cal is getting like a postseason start. Right. If Slider does that. You know what that means? He's in cahoots of mustard.
0: Well I wasn't sure baseball bug could come back. Or Tommy oh, Hawk. God. Or Tommy don't, Hawk. Me, don't even get me <laughs> I know. started. I know.
1: i i that, that was a joke. That was a joke specifically <laughs> airmailed for, for you, my friend.
0: Yes. Oh don't even like the baseball bug or <laughs> Tommy Hawk
1: make a return. That that would uh, be Tommy Hawk.
0: <laughs> oh my He'd God. You'd have to
1: rename we'd have to rebrand Tommy Hawk, but you know.
0: Yeah, that's fine. But that's we can do it. Um, do it.
1: Um, yeah. So, so yeah, I mean, that's something we're going to monitor, obviously, is the rotation and the health of everyone. But
0: um, well, do you want to do our pitch clock question? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm Let's just getting
1: it. my, I'm getting my, getting my stopwatch ready. Um, so this today, actually, the uh, Guardians announced that, uh, their, their hall of fame class for this year and they haven't had it for a few years um but out there in heritage park two more placards are going to be going up this august um and to be completely honest i was embarrassed <laughs> to have like overlooked this guy like i could have sworn he was already in
0: i know i was a little shocked like by i this. was like oh my god
1: like that's no yeah he's not um but uh, Dale Mitchell wasn't in. Like, how did we not have Dale Mitchell in the Indian slash Guardians Hall of Fame? Um, and the other is a guy named Manny Ramirez. Oh, I've yeah. He was okay. Um, but all joking. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Dale Mitchell and uh, uh, Jose. Manny Ramirez are being inducted this August to the, uh, to the club's Hall of Fame out there. Um, so with that in mind... For our pitch clock question, what is your favorite Manny Ramirez memory? And it can be with his time in Cleveland, or okay. his time in Boston, or LA, or uh,
0: Tampa. Oh, LA. Manny, Manny, in would
1: Tampa? <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh, don't yeah, be happy! Um, okay. I
1: completely—I I looked it up before we recorded. He also spent some time in the, with the White Sox that I.
0: He did. Oh yes. my God. That's I right.
1: Completely forgot about that. And but Korea. I, um,
0: or or where was he? Uh,
1: Chinese Taipei, I thought. Yeah, yeah. In that
0: league. Right. So okay. uh,
1: I'm going to open it up. Fabs, are you ready? You look ready. I can go. All yeah, right. I'm ready to go. All right. I'm going to start this, and and, and you're going to give us a, your favorite memory in three, okay. two, one, go. Um, I a lot of great Indian memories with him,
2: but one I think that just encapsulates encapsulates like what a bizarro duty was was him peeing behind the green monster <laughs> with the red socks. so yeah. I, that was like the
1: ultimate manny bing uh, manny. No. Okay. Uh, 16 and a half 16 and a half there you
0: go that's all good right. all right, right steve you got it. yours locked in i, I, I have yep, mine I'm, I'm locked in yeah
1: okay okay all right all right And three two one go
0: all right, favorite Cleveland memory was when he had the 165 RBIs in 99 because I was 11 and I thought that was the coolest was thing ever. My second favorite is when great. he cut off that throw in the outfield in Boston for oh, no yes. reason whatsoever. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, 15 seconds. All right. Do, do you remember that? We'll like reset when he, this. like, cut off yeah, that yeah. throw yes that that did not make my list but that was like that was like on the cutting that was I on the editing like, floor right there man
0: he like that, dove for it.
1: and it was it was johnny he cut off johnny damon didn't he
0: cut off johnny damon's like 30 foot throw
1: <laughs> yeah yeah and johnny was like what the hell bro uh,
0: what are you doing oh,
1: God. all right all right here i'm, I'm gonna go um so favorite uh, Indians moment His very first hit which was a ground rule double In Yankee Stadium bounced over the wall He thought it was a home run and kept running Nope <laughs> uh, Then when he was in Boston at uh, Camden Yards He caught a ball on the fly Ran up the wall high-fived a fan oh, Threw yeah. out the guy at first base
0: Yes He did it 18 <laughs> seconds Nice I forgot about that one too. I love the high five one. Oh my god. Yeah, cuz he took like dude, he ruled, an additional
1: man. like eight steps to hit to like climb up the wall, high five
0: the fan, <laughs> and then rocketed a throw and just rocketed oh, to the
1: cutoff man and the cutoff. Oh, game,
0: that's right.
1: Got the uh got that's the force
0: Yeah, that was awesome. He was the best, man. I I freaking loved him, man. Dude. I know Probably the best swing the in like Sox. baseball. I still history. like enjoyed him. Oh yeah. Like Honestly, he uh, you could almost make a case that like like I understand like he <laughs> was taking like what the uh uh hormones or whatever towards the end of his career and who knows what he was doing like during mm-hmm. his career, but like you could make a case that he's pro- he could be like a top 10 all-time player. I think oh, that's certainly. an arguable case. Yeah. Ba- based on Especially his especially stats.
2: like nine pitchers. Absolutely. Yeah, I was
1: going to say yeah, yeah. If you go position players, and especially if you go right-handed batters, he's in that he's in that oh my top God. ten for no, so no good. doubt. Like I, I'll say this. You know, growing up, we were all kids of the nineties. Everyone wanted to have that that Ken Griffey swing. Well, as a kid batting right handed, that just wasn't kind of like how I could do it. But Manny made like right handed hitting cool hmm that's true yeah he, he never got to that level of griffey nationally but i think people yeah. who watched him you know especially here in cleveland and in boston you know like you you could you're like that's a special swing like and i think nationally there are people who but it didn't it wasn't as widely
0: regarded oh. as griffey's Here's my, here's my one closing. Also, I agree with everything you just said, but my last closing memory of Manny that I wanted to mention that I forgot was when he hit that home run in that Taiwan league and the announcer, when he hit that home run, the announcer in that league said that ball is long gone. Like the ex-girlfriend that will never return. Do you remember that call? <laughs> no, I don't remember that call. I do, yes. Go look it up, because um, it, it's like the crowd's that... going absolutely crazy, and the announcer's losing his goddamn mind and screaming like, that ball is long gone, like the ex-girlfriend who will never return. Incredible. <laughs> oh, he's just like rounding the bases in like three minutes. <laughs>
1: Well, Steve, I know you've stuff. said this. Uh, my closing thought on Manny is, and I know you've said this before, that this is kind of on a bucket list for you. Um, with the Rays being your you know, number two team, we got to find you a Manny Ramirez Rays jersey.
0: <laughs> <At like laughs> I want like, the graveyard. I want the graveyard. Yeah, yeah, I want a Manny Ramirez one. I would want a Grady Sizemore Rays jersey. Oh, yeah. <laughs> or like a... Wade Boggs, <laughs> the Wade Boggs like one. You can find, so sweet. You can find those. that one. Would be I think easy. And yeah, yeah, makes those. yeah, you can get like McGriff pretty easy. Yeah. Like Canseco. Yeah, um, but like, yeah, dude, like a Manny. He had. I was looked it up. He it had 17. Games. Yeah, 17 at bats, and he yeah. had a hit. One so RBI. he did have a hit. One RBI. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I uh, I would love that. A Ramirez. This raised jersey. I would go in like their cool. If you could customize like that. Well, you can not oh, customize their cool like Saturday jerseys now. Yeah, yeah you could customize get, one of those. get a Ramirez. Number 99. Because yeah.
1: he was rocking 99 at that point too, right? I think he was 11. Probably. Was he? Oh, he might
0: have been. No, he's 24. Yeah. Sorry, he was 24. Oh, he them. went back to 24 some, at that point. Yeah, 24. So he was right.
1: rocking 99 with the yeah. Dodgers and the Sox.
0: And the White, White Sox. Sox, yeah. Oh, man. That's funny. That is funny. Uh, Okay. All right. Very good. Um, I think that wraps up this episode. We will have much more to say next week uh, after what finishing a four gamer with the Rockies and then going to Boston, I think, over the weekend. Yeah. So fingers (sighs) crossed. It's not a four gamer with the Rockies. Is it four? I thought it was three Three. or three three or four. Is it
1: three? Because we have Friday or we have Thursday off.
0: Oh, to travel to the, the
1: MLB uh, schedulers were so kind to give Cleveland fans day one of the NFL draft four. off.
0: Oh, I didn't even remember. I didn't even know that was going That's on. That's dope. Okay, well, I'm
2: very excited to see those those quarterbacks get picked up real quick.
0: Num num num. Nummy nummy nummies Uh, okay. All right. Um. Yeah, I thought it was four games. Wow. Okay. Wow. Well. Anyway. Um. I'm an idiot. And that's it. So be sure to follow us uh, on social and review and subscribe and all that good stuff. And we'll catch you guys later.